Hello, everyone, and what a spooky time it is. Ooh, it's so spooky because it's James Week on the podcast. That's right, James Week. We've been waiting for it all year. And finally, here we are, James Week. So please enjoy today's episode with James Mastriani, this Wednesday's episode with James Mannion, and... If you are a member of the Patreon, there's a bonus episode out right now with the one, the only, James, a.k.a. Jim, a.k.a. James Scampoli. Now, enjoy today's episode. Oh, and if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash UAPod. Thanks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Jake Sprague, your host, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. And this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never ask me for it. It's called Mansplaining, and the kids love it. We're back for season two. Oh, what a time to be alive when you can pick up your own podcast for a second season. I feel empowered. I feel strong. And I am joined by such a wonderful comedian and friend, James Mastriani. Hi, James. Hey, Jake. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, where can people uh, find all the cool stuff you do online? Uh, check out I'm2EffingHigh.com. Uh, it's a show that I do. It's a podcast and a live stream where uh, we get comedians high and have them do comedic challenges to prove that cannabis makes everything funnier. That's that's the premise of this show. Ah, oh, and it's it is a super fun show to do. And I don't know if people will tell you this. I've uh, been privileged to be on it a couple times, but it's super fun. And also the idea of it is very scary for some reason. It is. Yeah, it is. I think um, that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it was was because so many because I I usually perform a little bit high or or varying degrees of high because I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. And um, oftentimes comedians would be like, how do you do it, man? Like, I just don't think that I can do that high. I'm always like, I I know that you could, you know, like funny people are still funny, smart people when they're high. They're just like, you know. Sometimes I guess a little anxious, but uh, it, it, it is it can it can be overwhelming. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say is uh, obviously I'm sure it's been a while since this has happened, but the live shows of I'm 2F and High are really awesome because the audience is so bought in. There are a few shows at the theater that probably doesn't exist anymore, UCP, <laughs> uh, that have like super bought in audiences. It reminds me of like uh, the UCB Drag Race audience and the I'm yeah. Too F and a High audience. They have these audiences. It's packed. Everyone's the best, excited yeah. and everyone is smoking weed. <laughs> you uh, know, so I, it's, I miss those. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Back when we all could um, a little bit more safely share each other's uh, lung debris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a time uh, to have a show like that where all you're doing is breathing out tons That's of it. tons of air that you can see. You can, you can see, see it moving and around. It's just covering, and you're inhaling other people's, and it's just. Uh, it may never happen again, Jake. It may never, ever happen again. Uh, but what a beautiful dream it was to have while we had it. Hey, it was great. Lived, um, we lived during the period where, where live performance could happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's true. It might be gone forever. Uh, James, I'm so happy to have you here to do this episode. Uh, out of respect for you and because I think you probably do so many things based on weed, this topic has nothing to do with weed. 
Love it. So, uh, Love it. Now, I know this might be tough for you. It's like really stretching. I mean, it's pretty much all I know about, but I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'll see if I can uh, wrap my brain around other other possible aspects of life. Okay. Yeah. I I hope this doesn't throw you too much. Uh, this comes from the Am I the Asshole subreddit, and our topic for this episode is: Am I the asshole for making a scene during my husband's friend's baby shower over a comment? So that's our topic, and I like to Ooh. I like to hang out with that title a bit for uh, for James and maybe some people who haven't heard the show before. I don't read these entire posts; I kind of skim them to see if they'll be good for the show. But I'm also uh, kind of in a state of being surprised with how things go as well, or like what the comment was. Just hearing the title, I think whenever you take someone else's event and find a way to make it about you, you're a bit of an asshole. You know, not I'm not mad at you, but uh, totally. I, I think when it's someone else's baby shower and you've decided to make a comment that apparently everyone hates, maybe remember that it's not your baby shower. Right. And here's what I would say, like, just kind of, you know, pulling pulling some layers back here. Right. Because yeah. I started to think about just all the moving parts. And so certainly I think what you're talking about is true. Like different events are gonna have different varying levels of what you can or can't do, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if it's a funeral, man, you better not say anything, right? If it's a friend's birthday party and everybody's drinking, it's like, okay, maybe, you know, shit happens. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, baby shower feels kind of like a, a, a place where you probably shouldn't say something, it feels, you know, like maybe one of three or four big major life events. Um, but I think the other thing that matters, I guess, is what was the comment? And like, I'm curious as to the relationship of the person who was hurt to all the people that witnessed it, right? Like, that's, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, this is why I've always said about you that you'd make a great juror because you want all the information. You, I want all info. I need context. <laughs> I need backgrounds. I yeah. Need, uh, to, uh, what, what's, what's the relationship? What's the, you know, because um, the reason I say that is like if the comment was something like really shitty in front of of like this person's loved ones or mm -hmm. family or something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that justifies it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, I mean, you're right. We definitely need more info because also, you know, if the comment is something so nothing like, Oh, for me, the last right. season of Mad Men really didn't work. And everyone's like, Whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's it, but if it is, wow. Um, yeah, let's hop into this here. Okay, I'll try to make okay. I'll try to make this as brief as possible. My husband and I, both 37, have been together seven years. For about 10 years, he's had a close female friend named Jane. Jane is fine. Ooh, there feels like that's a little loaded. Jane is fine. We have enough in common that I like doing things in group settings with her, and we even chat on our own occasionally, but she's definitely closer to my husband. 
She's been with her own husband since I came around, but I always got the sense from Jane herself, from old photos and a few old anecdotes from some of my husband's other friends, that Jane wanted to date my husband before she met hers, and he just never showed any interest. So throughout the years, there's been a little weirdness, but nothing serious. He was her man of honor. A few gushy tributes to him on his birthday over Facebook or the odds sitting on his lap in a big group photo, but never overly flirtatious. She seemed super happy with her husband, so it was never a big enough deal to mention anything, but I noticed them all. So I think we all kind of know this relationship a little bit or we've seen it out in the wild, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's a little bizarre because you do see people where you go, man, this friendship feels inappropriate. Right. Given what's going on in their life. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And and you don't want to like invalidate somebody's feelings. But at the same time, you're like, is this a narrative that she has created in her um, in her mind? You know, yeah. Um, Like, is this something that you know she just kind of because i've definitely done that right where like um you know you 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 spin out on like oh what could they feel about this person or think about this person and then you write it for yourself right oh absolutely something i think about a lot is how the way we approach a situation or person or sort of like the biases we bring in towards them is really going to color how we notice every action they do and a way i like to think about it is the guy who runs the newspaper in spider-man j jonah jamerson he (laughs) he always thinks spider-man's doing something wrong even if spider-man like saves people at the baseball stadium he's gonna find a way to be like spider-man causes terror once again at the baseball game like that's oh interesting yeah so if you assume that this is what's going on every little thing is going to be like another brick building up that story right yeah man absolutely for sure for yeah sure. so you're, you're so right like is this someone noticing like a real weird relationship yeah. or is this someone just assuming that and now all they do is put those pieces in place and and maybe that narrative that that she's like written right for for this situation is because maybe her husband hasn't um now i'm kind of gonna like take her side a little bit here maybe her husband hasn't been reaffirming her about the strength of their relationship or maybe like the husband hasn't been making her feel um in a way that she feels sturdy in the relationship so it is easy for her to write that narrative you know yeah you know and that just made me think it's very possible that she sees these things and goes well i'm never sitting he's never like having me sit in his lap for a big group photo totally yeah absolutely absolutely Well, um, as always, the plot thickens until it's not thick anymore and then it's over. But right now, the plot thickens. (laughs) Fast forward to a few months ago and Jane became pregnant. She immediately asked my husband to be the godfather and he was thrilled. I wasn't surprised, was happy for him, internally a bit of, of course she did. But through the months, she's turned weird. She wanted my husband to come with her and her husband baby shopping once or twice. Hmm, that is a little odd, I think. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah, right? 
Even yeah. asked about how my husband felt about him and I being the first people to meet the baby when they're born. Ooh, so there is some stuff here. <clears throat> yeah, man. Because you would assume family, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, it's nice that she included me, but clearly it's about my husband. And then it escalated. She announced she was going to name the baby after my husband. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That's pretty wild. That that escalated really quickly. Whoa. Uh, not just his name, but her Facebook announcement said, after my dearest and best friend, John. Whew. I mentioned that it was weird to my husband. He just said, I think it's a nice tribute. That is a, that is a lot. It is. I mean, first of all, her husband must be like, um, you know, uh, like like her husband being the guy who has nothing to do with any of this. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like if that were me, I would be like, wait, you're going to name our kid after who? <laughs> your yes. our your best friends. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's kind of interesting to me. I feel like. You know, there are a few situations where this is called for and it's like saved you from like a car that capsized underwater. That, <laughs> yeah, that, totally. That person gets like a child's name or something Gave like that. Gave me an organ yes! uh, so that I could keep living. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When this, when John donated bone marrow to my niece, I knew. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's a way to get the name. But otherwise, I can't imagine how that would play out. Yeah, just because you guys like, you know, uh, go to the bar a couple nights a week or, you know, uh, uh, it's like movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's weird to, yeah, I don't know. But I guess... I mean, I even think, like, I'm even thinking in my own life and I'm like, I think it'd be really weird to name one of my kids after one of my good friends. It you would know? be so bizarre. It, it would, would be, be weird. so weird. I And maybe it's because I don't love hard enough, James, but if I called <laughs> up my good friend Mike and I told him I was naming a kid after him, I know he would think, ah, we, he's been my friend <laughs> since like eighth grade. And he would think, why, how, what did I do? This makes no sense. And this is like Same. one of my lifetime great friends. It yeah. makes no sense. I think Ugh. if somebody, if somebody called me up and was like, buddy i am naming my child i'm gonna name my son after you <laughs> i think i would i'd immediately be like do they do they know something i don't like i'm dying or something <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like yeah. the doctor called them and told them that i have terminal cancer mm -hmm. uh <laughs> and this is how they're telling me <laughs> yeah i can't think of a good reason to do this at least in my life this would never happen yeah um, same same all right, here we go. This past weekend was her very small COVID-friendly baby shower. So I don't think we need to get uh. into that, but I doubt it was COVID-friendly regardless. <laughs> <laughs> During which Jane kept referring to my husband as the godfather-to-be, which irked me every single time. I guess the month of her being weird just piled on because towards the end, she asked me to take a photo of her and her husband and then said... Okay, now let's get one with the father-to-be. Uh, let's see. With the father-to-be. Did I lose you? No. Oh, sorry. It, it cut for a second. I apologize. Oh, now let's no. get so one good. with the father-to-be. And I said very loudly, Oh, come the fuck on. Are you serious? And everybody heard me. 
So there's more to this, but uh, this isn't good. So she said, oh, come the fuck on mm-hmm. because she got a picture with the husband, the, the, the godfather first. She said, no, it said, let's get one of, oh, sorry. Let's get one of both the fathers to be. That's what she said. So it was her husband and the person writing this husband, the godfather. She said, let's get one of both the fathers to be. (sighs) What do you do? I mean, I know what I do, which is not say this, but I mean, this is just... This is a snowball rolling down the hill and it's just yeah. picking up size as it keeps going. It, this thing is massive now and she just let it explode with, oh, come the fuck on. Are you serious? Hmm. Man, I mean, I feel like I totally get where she's coming from. This is so weird. It right? is. It's fucking weird. And I feel like the other two guys... The other two guys, the only two guys in this story, like, they, what are they thinking? I mean, again, going back to that husband, like, are you okay with, like, him being referred to as the other? I mean, Jake, you have, you have a daughter, right? Yeah, I do. Oh, I have something to ask you about that later, though. (laughs) About, about your daughter? Yeah, just like, stupid, but it's like, kind of like, I don't know, Godfather stuff. It's stupid. We'll do it later, but it's dumb. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh no! Oh boy! Yeah. No, but go ahead about about my daughter. You know. How would you feel if uh, that was something that your wife said about another man? Oh, fucking really weird. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't. Uh, I I have a lot of great people on this show, and I recognize I'm one of the least evolved people i know because like i i wouldn't immediately be like you know i get it there's a relationship there i'd be like no wait what's going on yeah what's happening with john come on i it's yeah there's there's all kind of red flags going on i know and it this isn't one of those this isn't like in any way saying that they're cheating or anything like that but the relationship feels just even from the small things that's been brought up pretty inappropriate i know that sounds weird but like and then i feel like maybe i'm just being i don't know if this is the right word but old-fashioned because it's like maybe they just love each other but it's not romantic love they but they really love each other see i would argue i think it's the opposite of old-fashioned because i think that if they were new fashioned uh modern um, maybe they do a better job of communicating and kind of reading the situation. Like if, if, if I'm that husband and I'm, I'm hopefully self-aware enough to go like, there's no way that this makes my wife feel comfortable. Right. Knowing that I'm being, you know, these things are being said about me and like, I could just as easily kind of just be like, Hey, let's not, you know, um, so it feels like, my man has got to check in with his wife. Like he has got to take a step back from this and go like, how would I feel if it was all reversed? You know? Yeah. I, um, I love that you're saying that because I do think that's something that gets lost in a lot of these is even if no matter who's right, 
there's still a relationship at the heart of it. And right. sometimes you are going to make decisions for your relationship that you might be like, you know, I think my wife was being unreasonable here. However, I mean, treat your wife a little bit like they're your sports team. Like sometimes totally. you got to root for them, even if they're the ones making the bad decisions. Right. Yeah. So That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. I, I, as I've said before, I, I know I don't have this in me, but I would like to, I would like to be in the kind of relationship where my wife could come home and say, I need you to help me hide a body. And I would say, you got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm not there. I also just know I'm not, don't ask me to do this because we're going to get caught. But right. uh, as far as like a relationship and goes, you, you a little bit want like a ride or die Bonnie and Clyde style. We're going out together situation. So if you're with someone and even if you think it's a little much and they're like, Hey, this relationship with you and your friend Jane makes me pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it would be nice to support them in that. Um, Cause she yeah. is clearly uncomfortable and has presented copious evidence. And this is why I'm so glad I have James, the juror here because uh, soon we get to decide. <laughs> it's James, your... the juror. <laughs> um, we have a little bit more of this. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, everybody heard me. I stared at her for a moment and she looked absolutely aghast. I grabbed my purse and left. My husband followed me, but in the car, he wouldn't say a word to me. I laid out everything I did in the post, including a dozen other examples, but he just stared straight ahead and wouldn't answer. Finally, when we got home, he acknowledged that, yes, a lot of stuff, now that he sees it all laid out, is inappropriate, and he's sorry that he didn't see it, and he understands how I feel. But he's absolutely livid that I, quote, ruined her baby shower, end quote. Jane is furious, never wants to see me again, and John feels this is going to drive a big wedge through his friend group. So... Was I the asshole here? Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it really. Oh, man. So That's a really good one. This is it, really tough. It's really tough because I feel like it's um, it's situationally. I can't yeah. argue that you weren't being an asshole in this moment. Totally. But in like a bigger picture. Do I think you're an asshole? No, I don't think you're an asshole. No. But I think I think you're in a difficult situation and you didn't know how to handle it. But in the moment, you were an asshole. Tell me what where your head's at with this. Yeah, kind of similar. Um, I think I think the like, I think she lost her temper, right? And probably, and I, I'd be willing to bet at this point, and I don't even know this person. But I'd be willing to bet she probably regrets it, right? She probably I, oh, wishes she I thought she you didn't did know it. her. That's hmm, okay. <laughs> that's my mistake. But okay, that's fine. Oh, is that why you had me on this show? You thought I was? <laughs> I thought you had involved. sort of firsthand knowledge of this situation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you were saying that you that she probably feels bad about how this went does. down. Yeah, I bet you she wishes that she handled it differently, which makes me inclined to think that kind of what you're saying, like in the moment, in the battle, she might have she might have lost that battle because yeah. I, there is something to like. Um, what, there's like an old saying about debate where it's like the, the first person to get angry loses the debate, you know, that's um 
that's probably an old saying and it is very much uh true in the internet world like the idea of being mad means you lost like you can absolutely as a comeback to any argument you can just be like why are you mad yeah (laughs) totally totally um relax bro like (laughs) that's what it is it's relax bro and it's so cutting to see it's so cutting to see um yeah i do think she wins the war though because i do think that it's crazy to me that it never dawned on him how inappropriate that is and i think that um both of them are probably going to have to issue an apology right like she should probably apologize to the yeah the jane woman and then he should probably apologize to his wife and and then should probably fix the behavior with jane and you know we'll never know but more than anything i do want to know what the other guy thinks because i wonder if the other guy is like yes yeah exactly i know it's weird isn't it (laughs) but he's i mean what a great place for him to be in because he gets to sit there like i'm outraged but inside he gets to be like someone's saying it we're starting a conversation about this finally yeah and then in like a couple months he can be like you know i was thinking about what she said and remember that facebook picture where like you were on his lap that was a little weird for me like yeah this is now like an opening so he can finally discuss this yeah, it might be. That's true. It might be something that bothered him. I mean, how could it not be? Like, that's so... That'd be so weird to me. It's it's so weird. And again, maybe I'm just not there yet. But in yeah. my relationship, if, this, if my wife had a relationship like this, I feel like I would be like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, am I going crazy? This is not yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, Did you say, like what did she say like co-father or it was uh, fathers to be right? fathers to be Mm-mm. no way <laughs> i agree no way no way i mean is he is he gonna is he pitching in like what how does he get that title i mean <laughs> that's pretty wild it is pretty wild uh and in a way it's a beautiful friendship that i think let's say it's c- completely innocent which is totally possible Totally. It, it is a wonderful friendship that you lo- you like care about this person so much you would do it. But man, I just don't even feel like I have enough love in my heart to have a friend that I behave this way with in front yeah. of my partner. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And I've never it even is. called my wife my partner. <laughs> That's what this you has refuse. me saying. I refuse. Yeah. I get upset yeah. by it. You're not oh. partners. No, we're not husband and wife. She's not a cowboy. She's my wife. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, so James, if you were to give out some advice, I usually have us sort of give advice to the person who's writing this post. So uh, the woman here who said, oh, come the fuck on. What do you think Mm. uh, her best uh, course of action is? I think... Her best course of action <clears throat> is, honestly, I think she's got to try to come out on top here, right? And by coming out on top, I don't mean in like a win-lose, you know, life is all a game sort of thing. I mean like come out on top in terms of get clarity on on what she needs in a relationship and then kind of like eliminate the tension that's that's 
you know, causing it and kind of be the bigger person. So if I were her, and it sucks, because I would fucking hate this. I would not want to do this if I were her. I would reach out to Jane, right? Offer to, like, I don't know what, if they drank, maybe, or I guess she's pregnant, maybe go out for, you know, some some coffees. Sure. Pregnant women can have caffeine, right? Um, My wife kind of got shamed for it once, but yes. Oh, okay. If it just once. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a weird moment where she was like, <laughs> I guess I'm not supposed to be having coffee because uh, my wife's Instagram is fairly popular and someone got mad about seeing her with a cup of Starbucks or something like that. But uh, it was oh, nice. She was you couldn't it would be hard to find someone who treated her body better when she was pregnant than my wife. Yeah, it, it really would have been hard. So it's for someone to freak out about the coffee thing is was pretty wild. But I guess you're not supposed to. I don't know. That deserves a relaxed bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It definitely that's, did. That's absurd. I think so. Um, I think she should apologize to Jane. Yeah. Have an open conversation with Jane about how her behavior makes her feel. And then I think she needs to have a sit down with her husband and iron that shit out and talk about, all right, look, here's what makes me uncomfortable about this. Here's what, you know, I'm not, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm not saying the relationship is inappropriate, but every, there's certain elements about it that make me uncomfortable. And if he respects that, good. If not, it probably sucks. And, you know, um, you'll probably it'll take a couple of years to realize that and then you'll probably have a very slow <laughs> drawn out divorce <laughs> yeah uh, well it's good that your advice does leave the door open for a painful divorce I like hey, that yeah I mean what 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 everybody does next it matters a lot yeah no I, th- I think you're absolutely right I mean one thing's for sure I uh as as you like looked at it like i think you lost the battle here but you can win the war and as they say often uh with a war what are they metaphors uh is this the hill you want to die on and in this moment i don't think so i think the hill you want to die on is this relationship's a bit inappropriate and it's making me uncomfortable but definitely the hill you don't want to die on is i i behaved great at your baby shower yeah um so you're right. I think you've got to apologize. This, uh, this, it's got to be the title of whatever self-help book I release one day. But I feel like what happened here is a classic uh, situation of letting Hitler grow up. And as I often say, <laughs> don't let baby Hitler grow up. My thought is you have a problem and you're letting it get bigger and bigger. You, we've all heard the, if you could go back in time, would you kill baby Hitler? And so many yeah. people are like, no, it's a baby. But I'm like, yeah, but it does become (laughs) Hitler. So I think even though it's difficult, I think she needed to handle this early and not let this problem get so big that you're now trying to fight Hitler at his baby, you know, his baby shower or something. You need to stop Hitler early, not when Hitler's already having a kid. Did Hitler have a kid? I don't think so, right? No, Hitler didn't have a kid. He did have dogs, though. Ah, that's almost the same thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I remember that was, like, the thing where people were like, see, like, 
There is some human in him. He liked dogs. <laughs> I feel like it's... I'm not saying they're wrong, but I don't want to spend a ton of my time trying to humanize Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we don't have to look through the... Uh, we don't have to check underneath the, the uh, uh, carpet here to see what we can find. Yeah. Like, yeah. I recognize that every once in a while Hitler would walk around and be like ugh Monday and people would be like yeah you said it Hitler like I, I recognize that but also yeah. uh, you know we get it he was a person he just happened to be one of the shittier ones if not yeah. maybe the shittiest in recent history um, but you know I'm not going to argue that there are a lot yeah. of there are a lot of shitty people <laughs> <laughs> but James, I uh, I think we did it, man. I think we're kind of uh, on the same page here, where this yeah, person man. is the asshole in the moment, but of course, broadly, they're not they're not the asshole in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, totally. You see where it came from. It's very clear and obvious. Maybe not the best way to express yourself. Yeah. I think so. I think we solved yeah. it. Um, thank you so much for being here, man. This was just yeah, wonderful having you. Uh, again, Thanks for having me. where can people find all the cool stuff you do, James? Uh, you can, uh, again, check out I'mToughAppAndHigh.com uh, for information on that show. You can also find me on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, JMaz1111 uh, are my uh, handles. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's it for right now. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being here. And that's the podcast, everybody. Goodbye.